Welcome to the Mammoth Games Cast for the week of May 13th. I'm one of your hosts, Night Swarm, and with me, as always, Filter Cord. How's it going? It's going, man. Happy Mother's Day to people watching live. Day late if you're watching the podcast, uh, or if you're listening to the podcast. Right. Um, so let's uh, let's get into it. Where do you want to start? Uh, yeah, so um, as foretold by the ancient fucking uh, novels, I have not been doing what I said I was going to do, and instead I've just been playing a bunch of random weird shit. Uh-huh, um, we so uh, I've been uh, playing the Total War games to prepare for um, Total War Three Kingdoms coming out again. Um, that's going to be coming out, I believe, on the 26th this month. Um, I'm really excited for that. A bunch of... Uh, 26th probably does not sound right. That would be a Sunday, but who knows? Um, So, uh, you know, it's going to be adding a lot of cool content um, to the Total War uh, formula by kind of incorporating some new, um, like basically the the hero units, like the lead units of uh, the games. Typically, like, you're, you're like leader who you, I guess, are essentially playing as as the player. Um, okay. Typically, they're just like a figurehead. They don't really do anything. They're a commander unit in battles, and they level up and shit, but it's just they're basically just a good unit. Um, they're going to introduce a new function where they basically like have personalities and they have relationships with other characters and shit. So that seems mm-hmm. really cool. Um, yeah. So, you know, to kind of prepare for that, I've been playing one of the most recent uh, Total War games, Total War. Warhammer 2, and uh, specifically, I've been playing Warhammer 2, you know, since it came out a couple years ago. Um, I've been playing as the Skaven, which are like the rat people. Um, They're they're kind of difficult to play because their strategy is really interesting. Like, um, their main units are, uh, like, really weak, basically. Um, They have a lot of, like... uh, Basically, their idea is that they, like, you mass spawn, like, hives of... Uh, Skaven and then from there you kind of um, you know build up these forces that are just kind of like masses of kind of shitty units um, right right just like low tier pawns to right. and die um, and then you make a couple of these like high powered like berserk leader units or whatever um, okay so I mean that's that's typical of any uh, any of the factions until where you make these really cool like massive uh, monolithic units that do these epic battles or whatever um so yeah the skaven are really cool they're like they're really interested in technology so they have a lot of like uh um like poison based stuff so they have like alchemists and uh you know they they make like a lot of like siege weaponry so they have like a catapult that launches like poison uh shot basically um they have an ability that you can like summon like in the middle of a battle you can summon extremely weak like units just wherever you want on the battlefield <clears throat> which is cool because they just kind of like burrow out of the ground like oh you just had like dudes just waiting around and now that it's life or death they're here to help out um all of the uh you know in total war uh especially the warhammer games all the races play uh kind of distinctly so the Skaven, uh, like I said, they kind of like infest a place, and then they make it corrupted with like their kind of like noxious, uh, like plaguey influence. And then um, you have to like maintain them with food, but food is like a distinct resource. So I mean, you can generate it by having like facilities that make 
food, like like slave pits. Right. So you can like eat them. <laughs> uh, they hate like rat men. Uh, they hate the elves because the elves are, uh, or sorry, they hate the they are rat men. They hate the lizard men. Um, they kind of are dueling with the lizards over like their main, like central chunk of their empire, um, and they want these like old ruins that the uh, lizard men live in. Um, and then they hate the elves because the elves are like these high class builders, and the Skaven just want to like tear things apart, and then kind of live in the ruins. So. It's really interesting to play as them. Uh, they can set up under cities and enemies, like, fortifications. So, like, an enemy has a city that you can't take because, like, the walls are too strong or they have really good armies around it. You can sneak a unit in that will create an under city. And then you just have, like, Skaven, like, a small group of Skaven living in their sewers, basically. And they kind of, like, build up over time. And you can give them, like, distinct, like, you know, unique building types that you can't build in your normal cities. And then eventually you can cause, like, a Skaven uprising, and then you can, like, lead an army in and have the guys come straight out of the ground into the enemy city. It's awesome. Um, really cool nice. stuff. But they're yeah, pretty cool. they're pretty complicated to play. They're not, like... Uh, like, the lizard men are the default, like, simple... You just kind of just march them in lines and kill the enemy, you know what I mean? So, uh, Skaven's kind of a unique challenge. They're chaotic to deal with. Your commanders will, like, revolt sometimes your cities will naturally kind of fall into corruption and and uh, revolt and decay so it's very interesting hmm. it's really getting me pumped for a more like historical uh setting too because obviously like it's really cool to like have an army of rat men that you lead against these like lizards in this cool fight with like ancient like sort of like aztec ruins in the background or whatever but i, I am really interested to get into some more historical stuff Okay. Um, yeah, so yeah, I would say my my knowledge basically is uh, like Vermintide. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really Vermintide, um, Warhammer. Yeah, Vermintide is like the the whole concept is that the Skaven are like having an uprising, basically, and like wiping out these cities, right? Right. right. Um. So that's that's pretty much where it, I'm like I'm playing evil mode on Vermintide, basically. <laughs> yeah, which is cool. It's really which good. is what like I always do. So right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would I would recommend probably. Uh, I mean, if I had to recommend like one uh, Total War game to jump in on, I think uh, Warhammer Two's it it doesn't directly follow the story of Warhammer One. Um, it's really recent, so the engine runs really well, and obviously it looks amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And the races are all really distinct, so I think it's a good entry point if you're into it. Um, but otherwise, yeah, like, uh, The Three Kingdoms is coming out soon. I think Three Kingdoms is a story most people know just because of Dynasty Warriors. Um, so it's relatively familiar uh, territory, you know. Um, other than that, I've been being shamed at work by owning a PSVR and not really playing anything on it. Okay. So I'm trying to get into it. Um, I, I mean, the, the issue with VR is that it takes a minute to kind of... Um, like acclimate yourself to it. It takes a couple play sessions. Um, okay. So I know I've, I've heard a game that's really good that doesn't cause motion sickness or anything is Moss, which was that like little mouse. Yeah, you know, I've been playing a lot of mouse themed games lately. Yeah. <laughs> um, you rat bastard. Rat bastard. So this uh, I've been playing Moss and on the PSVR, and Moss is really good. Um, it's yeah, it's it, like uh, it, it it won. It won a lot of awards. Yeah, it was considered to be one of the best. I mean, it still currently is considered to be one of the best um, VR games, especially for a PSVR. Um, 
And it's, you uh, don't technically play the mouse, though. No, you you're like a uh, you're you're kind of like a background right. character. You can see there the little the creepy like face mask thing. Yeah, you play um, the like the spirit that flies around him, kind of the right. little, like orb that directs him. Right. Um, it's really good. I mean, uh, they're basically they it'll be presented to you as like a little set, almost like a miniature set. Um in this 3d world so you can see in the game here like in the the screenshots it really doesn't do it justice um like basically you're presented like a diorama that's obviously all 3d and you can physically like lean and look around the level and to like find like there's a collectible like scrolls that are filling out this thing that doesn't really super matter the backgrounds are really good uh there's things like around you in every direction so you can turn all the way around and see like obviously uh the mouse is named quill uh, Quill can't get there, but there's there's stuff all around that you can look at and interact with. Um, it's really cool. So um, I've been kind of so I've been getting yeah, a little blown away by the yeah. game. Um, yeah, it's good to hear more about it, just because I know we talked about it quite a bit. Yeah, and yeah, we never really had like I know I never had like I never picked up a PSVR or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was not something that I could really shine my insight on. Yeah, there are a couple more uh, PSVR bundles that are going to be coming out, I guess, this summer and fall. Um, and Sony has said that the VR, the current PlayStation VR headsets will work on the PS5. So if you get a good uh, bundle that has something that you want, or if you get a good deal on it, you might consider picking that up just to, you know, it'll it'll carry over into the future, obviously. Right. Um, which is pretty cool. I don't think anybody's done that. I don't think the original Kinect worked on the Xbox One, right? No. So, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Definitely. Cool. Anything else? Um, yeah, other than that, I've been, I've been kind of, um, just, I've had a lot of time to play, but I haven't had, like, a particular desire to play too much of just one game. So I've been playing a lot of, uh, smaller stuff. I've been playing, like, I played a quick little... Uh, you know, half playthrough of Dawn of Man. Um, I played a little bit of City Skylines. I've been playing a lot of little one-off stuff to check out. I've been doing a lot of Games Pass and just kind of checking out what's out there, like games that I missed in the past. Um, I tried Doom again, the uh, you know 2015 remake or 16, I guess. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, which I'm just—it's not my style. I don't like the the pacing of it, I guess. Um, okay. Which is kind of the whole point. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's kind of fast yeah. and gross. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been I've just been trying to check out a lot of stuff and see if anything's going to get me before, um, you know, next week. The week after that's going to be a lot of stuff. And pretty much, I, I, like, all the games that are coming out this week that we're going to talk about is something that I'm really interested in. So we'll get to that when we get to it. For sure. So for me, it's basically kind of similar to what i had going on last week Mm. um been playing uh a little bit of uh you know world war z here and there um nothing too crazy just kind of getting in um checking out some of the characters that i didn't play um and there's a few like trophies that you can like kind of one-off trophies that you can pick up Mm -hmm. um that are much easier than playing as a team you know just doing solo offline yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, like, was, you can just set up things that are hard to do multiplayer. Yeah, like, uh, like finishing a match without 
hitting anyone. Right. Friendly fire. <laughs> uh, doing all pistols. Like, yeah. I don't recommend doing those two together. I recommend keeping those separate. Yeah. Um, but. You could do them both, I guess, but. Yeah, I, I I tried it twice and failed on both accounts. Yeah, I imagine um, with the pistol you're just firing a lot more. Like you have to shoot more total <laughs> shots and more wildly, and you run out of ammo faster. Okay. So, can you go akimbo two pistols? No. Shit. It's time for a fucking update, people. Get on it. So yeah, that you know, that sucked. Uh, I went through two full. Uh, to be fair, they're not like a hundred hours each or whatever, but that still sucks. No, yeah, I did. I did the shorter versions, but yeah. trying to take down uh, a mound of uh, um, infected with a uh, yeah with just a with just a pistol is really stupid. And the weapon that you're carrying, the NPCs also carry the same weapons. Oh, that's interesting. So if you have the pistol out, they're gonna have the pistol out. That's really interesting. Yeah, um, and. Every time I went to go do the, um, like, not hit anybody with friendly fire, mm-hmm. my teammates would uh, shoot me in the back. Mm-hmm. Does that count as friendly fire? It does. Fuck. Um, so taking friendly fire counts the same as dealing friendly fire in this game. That's not good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's rough. Can you play solo? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. I think you have Shit. to have the four players. Fuck. Um, Even if they're bots. Yeah, they, they have to be bots. I played offline. I played Shit. with bots yeah, yeah, yeah. only. Um, It'd be I nice if you could just literally people. turn them off. would be great. Yeah. Um, but, <coughs> yeah, it looks like we'll probably get back to playing a little bit more of this. Um, Today. On, yeah. Uh, but I guess I've been kind of calling it our post-show. Um, yeah, pretty much. You know, it, it's, it's something that we just do after sit down play a game with... Uh, you know, either us two or, you know, having someone else join us as well. So, yeah. Um, and it looks like today, Pacey said he's good to join us. So mm-hmm. we'll at least have a three-man team. Um, cool. And hopefully we'll be able to uh, um, maybe add another person to that mix. Um, yeah, I'm kind of shocked that uh, Graham hasn't tried to get in on this. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, he's. I don't think he's good with buying games that we buy. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because of our like time difference. Yeah, like if he's only going to get it just to play with us, then right, right, yeah. and that that's that's what understandable. He's trying to uh, you know, trying to avoid, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so aside from World War Z, also um, playing a uh, a smidge of Persona. I didn't get to play too much this week. Um, I'm currently pretty crispy and sunburnt mm-hmm. uh, from like we had basically my in-laws in town throughout the like ass end of this week Mm -hmm. so i took friday off and it was pretty much just you know doing those things you do when you're um like when people come to town Mm -hmm. it's like things that not that you wouldn't normally do but things that you wouldn't normally do unless somebody came to town right so um you know knocking all that stuff out we went to um we went to SeaWorld, <clears throat> which I'd never been. We actually ended up... It was like we were buying two tickets to SeaWorld, and it's like you might as well just buy two like season passes because you're already mm-hmm. going to be paying enough for one season pass. Yep. Um, and it actually had one of the better water uh, rides that I've probably ever rode. Okay, that's cool. Which was surprising. Um, but, uh, yeah, 
and of course the um, they have some cool roller coasters there for Florida. Florida doesn't have a lot of good roller coasters. Ohio has all the good roller coasters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I didn't get to play too much. Uh, I think I sat down and um, I didn't even go back into the to that first castle. Like I'm doing my like last run at that first. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, get Ka- Kashimura's castle or whatever. Yeah, I, I, Ka- uh, Kamoshida. Kamoshida, right. right. That's it. Um, yeah, it's his castle, and I, I went in there and did a pretty pretty good run. I got um, probably like three checkpoints into it, like mm-hmm. the save rooms that you can like fast travel to. Okay. And I got to one of those, and then I exit, and uh, the plan is to, you know, go ahead and um, look around, maybe level a few things up, do mm-hmm. some, like, reading, studying, maybe even some of that. I think you can, like, exercise as well. I'm just trying to get the full effect of everything that you can do outside of, like, ransacking people's, yeah. like, areas or whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm going to yeah, ransack your areas here in a minute, Ooh, okay. if you don't mind. Um, but the game continues to be, uh, you know, game continues to be good. Um, I haven't ran into a point where I'm like, okay, this is, you know, kind of dull mm-hmm. yet. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens this next week of playing and, uh, and, and go from there. Okay. Um, aside from that, I, I haven't really been playing too much mobile. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, just a little bit of Mortal Kombat here and there, Pokemon Go and Elder Scroll Blades, you know, kind of the... Um, main three that I was playing last week as well. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I went to an arcade, so that was kind of cool. Yeah, that's cool. And it was like Alien Isolation, or not Alien Isolation, but it was like an Aliens uh, uh, shooter game and a Terminator shooter game mm-hmm. with the the guns. Yeah, it was pretty fun. I probably nice. should have did a video, but you know, fucked it up. We've all been there. As it goes. <clears throat> All right. Um, so we uh, ran down the monthlies last week. So if you'd like to uh, get an eye on that, you can actually go check that out. Um, you can actually go check that out over on our last podcast, was mm-hmm. episode 95. Or right. you can head over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. And get a good look at what... Um, what's uh what what's happening with playstation at least playstation plus mm-hmm. uh we really need to start getting a little better about uh doing that with um just dumping a video for all of them games games with gold and yeah. and everything yeah I, I i know i've really cut back on doing videos mm-hmm. um which you know i mean it, it's a little time consuming to make the video and then edit the video and then upload it um yeah and we get I've noticed that we get a little bit better traction sometimes mm-hmm. uh, when I don't do the video and it's just like, here's the information. Okay. Because, I mean, I, I know I tend to kind of ramble about what we're doing with MGI and stuff like that. So, yeah, you know me too. I'm like the rambling god, so. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I, I should just pop in and be like, May, what remains of the fish and overcooked? Okay, bye. Yeah. Uh, I I don't even know if they want the K by. That's yeah, they're, that's, they're, that's a good they're point pretty too. Specific. Huh. Um, and you can also follow us over on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. Um, still continuing to be active over there. This one's fun. 
uh, game that's coming up this coming up week, Rage 2, they released a one-year anniversary of uh, Walmart Canada spoiling <laughs> uh, the Rage 2 release. Hell and it yeah. has this shitty, like, art yep. of the Rage 2 that they had on the website on the side and then the, like, anarchy symbol, which is really <laughs> funny. Um, and a few other cool things that, uh, really good. that, that we've been talking about over there. Um, CD Projekt Store is up and running. Um, and they have a really cool cyberpunk section with like some samurai logos. They have some good stuff over there. Um, but for me, like, uh, like a mid range body type, everything is sold out. Mm. Everything. Yeah. Um, but they have some cool stuff over there, but you can sign up to, uh, um, get notified when it goes live. So you can, you know, sneak in there and order sneak one. in and squeak out, <clears throat> sneak in, squeak out. That's all you need to do. Um, but yeah, we've been keeping up a little bit better over there. So yeah. definitely, uh, thanks for the likes, comments, follows, shares, and all that jazz. So why don't we go ahead and jump into uh, this week's upcoming? Yeah. So um, still not a lot going on yet. I think uh, we're gonna you know speed up. I mean, we've kind of been saying this for like a month, but it's gonna you know have a little bit probably around e3 and then really speed up toward the end of the year obviously um yeah but yeah we're starting out on uh tuesday uh we got two games dropping obviously uh rage 2 and another one that i wanted to call out a plague tale colon innocence on uh, ps4 xbox pc this is yet another focus home uh kind of story based game these guys are like blowing the shit off the hinges lately um yeah, yeah, coming from Asobo Studios and, of course, Focus Home uh, for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Um, what's what's up with this game? I know you were pretty interested in it. Yeah, we it's um, it earlier. Yeah, it's basically um, set in kind of, you know, plague times and, I guess, the Dark Ages or the sort of led into the Dark Ages. I have Dark Ages to Middle Ages, something like that. Um, you are playing as a couple of characters who are trying to escape... Um, essentially like an annihilated area that just got completely wiped out. Uh, furthermore, uh, the fucking Spanish Inquisition is running around burning people at stake all over the place. So, um, you know, it's it's got a mix of sort of, you know, it's really story-based. It's sort of telltale-y um, and sort of like survival. A uh, little bit of horror mixed in. Um, seems really cool. Uh, it's coming out, I believe, at like fifty bucks. So it's a little bit cheaper than normal, just because it's, you know, they, it, it's not like God of War with like drilled down super good mechanics or anything like that. You know, it's a lot yeah. smaller scope game, um, but still, you know, presumably it's about the size of like a full season of Telltale stuff, except you get it all at once, so you're not getting a discount for waiting for every chapter to come out. <laughs> um, yeah, but it seems really cool. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm interested. I mean. I do want to ask. So, Focus on Interactive, um, they've been doing a lot. Mm-hmm. And it, it does kind of bring up the question for me. is They haven't done one of these games that have the nailed down mechanics. The, like, they haven't done something big. And is that because they're doing things that are so small? Yeah, I think they're, they're trying to like find a niche of like kind of quirky like very european feeling usually um i mean their biggest game has been uh they did vampire right uh yeah i think they did the surge as well 
uh, yeah, they did the surge. Um, so they, I mean, they're good at doing what other games have done and just adding their sort of, you know, kind of like B movie, but obviously not in a bad way and not the fucking the B movie. You know what I mean? Like B tier. Well, wait a minute. Hold on. (laughs) Who made the B movie game? Uh, but yeah, this is looking really good. Um, I I really like the art. It it almost gives me like a, uh, it's going to be like a story version of, uh, God of War is what it kind of looks like. It's like really leaning on lore of a particular region. It's a sort of apparent. Uh, I believe they said it was a, a younger brother and an older sister, but it, you sort of get that like relationship building vibe, um, kind of constricted areas that make you feel a little claustrophobic. It's got a little bit of Hellbladiness looking to it. So <laughs> the kid found a, a a big a big shield and a sword. Mm-hmm. Nice. We've all been there, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it looks really cool. I mean, I'm, I'm really excited to check this out. Yeah, um, I, I do wonder if in the future we'll see um, Focus Home, uh, you know, pun intended, focus on mm-hmm. their uh, on something. Um, yeah. And I wonder if that's going to be something that they find a mega hit on, or one of these games that they get a soft hit on, and they're like, okay, people really did like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so why don't we make a better version of that? Like the, yeah. the version of that, that we want to play with the fleshed out mechanics and, you know, the, the really deep story. Um, I do appreciate so much that these guys have more, uh, like stuck to this single player story mm-hmm. rather than, you know, jumping in like everyone in their grandmother and um like multiplayer so yeah i mean it really seems like they know what they're capable of and like that's all we're doing like we're not going to try to do anything that we're not going to be able to pull off you know yeah yeah um so it's it's pretty cool i i uh i definitely appreciate the company quite a bit yeah yeah this yeah this is very intriguing i like i kind of want to continue to watch this uh uncut gameplay trailer yeah. Focus on Home Interactive's uh, YouTube. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they're right now wading through a sea of bodies. Yeah, it's almost like the uh, swamps in like Lord of the Rings or something where all the dead bodies are. Yeah. Um, but it's not a swamp yet. <laughs> it's just a fucking field of dead dudes. So, yeah, it's, it's cool. I mean, <clears throat> it, it seems it, like they're doing cool. a lot of cool stuff. Definitely. So, yeah, go check that one out. And then, obviously, the one that we're talking about this week. Um, yeah, how can you avoid it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, Rage 2 um, coming out. I was going to say finally coming out, but really, we've only been knowing that this game was coming for, like, a year. Um, yeah, it hasn't, it hasn't been. I mean, it was leaked a year ago, as we mentioned before. It was leaked right. a year ago. Uh, Thanks a lot, Walmart Canada. Walmart Canada. <laughs> the one thing Canada's ever done wrong. We're never going to let them forget it. Yeah, really? <laughs> um, so, I, I I don't know. We've talked about this game a lot, and um, as much as we've talked about this game, this is actually the first time I've ever sat down and actually watched um, physical gameplay. Yeah, I mean, it, it's <laughs> looks uh, it looks pretty wild. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I kind of don't know what to think of it. It kind of mm-hmm. has a... Uh, like a jungle version of that um 
that Mad Max game that um, yeah. Avalanche brought out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I can't wait to see uh, like what kind of like what kind of shenanigans you can get into. I know that I was like, yeah, I'm probably not going to pick this up. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does look really fun from yeah. everything that I've seen. I'm going to skip around this trailer a little bit. We're seeing some of the uh, the driving mechanics. I like to see some of the um, some of the shooting mechanics as mm-hmm. well. We still have no idea about multiplayer. Um, I know you were saying that earlier. That yeah, they were really cagey about it. Yeah, they're still being really weird about it with this game coming out in a you know couple days here. Two days now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're they're still kind of. I think maybe they're going to add some multiplayer modes. I believe the first game had a multiplayer like racing mode that was like pure trash. Um, so I imagine they're probably going to try to do something like that again, but they're being super weird about it still. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it looks... Uh, basically, they've t- they've taken what Rage was, which was, uh, you know, a, a really good tech simulation. Demo. It was like a tech demo. Um, and they've just tried to flesh it out and add, like, a real story instead of something that just ends at a certain point. <laughs> right. Um, they've so- really fleshed out the world. Seems interesting. So we can actually get a look at that because they do have a roadmap that is out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so why don't why don't we take a look at that while we're sitting here? For sure. Um, I did see that this week. Uh, so in May we'll have the game launch, the Wasteland Challenge, some weapon skins, and a world event. Bring the Ruckus, which Ruckus is that um, if you pre-ordered the big edition, you got the mounted head on the wall, mm-hmm. and that head was Ruckus. Nice. Um, going into June, you'll get the thirty-day update. Um, you'll get the world event, a new ride, uh, mech yourself before you wreck yourself. Nice. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, more Wasteland Challenge, more weapon skins, and new cheat codes. I don't know what that means, um, but cool, I guess. Um, July, uh, there's a new ride, the one, uh, the one-wheeler. I hope it's like the, um, what was that called from South Park? That one-wheeled thing that Mr. Garrison invented because he had oh. the airports. Yeah, yeah, the, like, monocycle or whatever. Yeah. Um, more Wasteland Challenges, more Weapon Skins, and a world event uh, with a new enemy called Global Worming. Mm. Um, in August, Wasteland Challenges, world event, uh, Mutant Derby, which sounds fucking cool. Yep. Uh, more Weapon Skins, and the first paid expansion that has uh, new stories, new enemy factions, weapons, abilities, vehicles, and areas to explore mm-hmm. um, called Rise of the Ghosts. Okay. And then in I'm the fall, that. yeah. And then in the fall, um, ha- new world event with enemies. Uh, Rage Episode Two: Attack of the Drones. <laughs> Damn, that sounds good. That's fun. Uh, of course, more uh, Wasteland Challenges and Weapon Skins, and then the paid expansion too, that uh, adds all that new stuff on there. Uh, the second one, you know, the same as the first, but it doesn't have a name. It's just called Expansion Two as of now. Um, hmm. So, getting a look at some of the like weapon skins here for Rage Two, yeah. um, as well. Uh, I think that one was called in June. Uh, Make yourself before you wreck yourself, and then mm-hmm. in July there's the worming. So I think we're seeing the worming in the July. It's a big fucking worm shooting out of the sand. Hell yeah, that looks cool. Um, I'm down and with then that. July shows like a little mech. 
and then there's just a little bit more uh, September through December like kind of hey we've kind of wrote down the roadmap mm-hmm. we're kind of waiting um, and all of this is free ex- aside from uh, Rise uh, Rise of the Ghosts and Expansion 2 for the content calendar for 2019 for Rage so we've nice. talked about it for a long time um, yeah. how Rage was a fat pile of shit because the original Rage because it was they, they kind of you know pulled the wool over players eyes I mean they they fixed it relatively quickly or I guess I, I don't know the market fixed it I guess um, but yeah it came out at $60 for what's essentially a sort of semi fleshed out uh, tech demo yeah um, and the I remember the, the technology that they were working on with this engine was um, it revolved around texturing which that text we've far surpassed the texturing mm. since Rage 1 of course yeah. um, but they were not wrapping like fat textures over large areas they were individually wrapping things mm-hmm. um with a lower resolution texture which um you would think would be like a no-brainer um but it it takes up more space and they figured out how to make that space available for them to do something like that with rage one mm-hmm. and that's why the game looked so good it was actually a really good looking game yeah. but there just wasn't anything to fucking do in it except talk with john goodman and I was okay with talking with Which John Which is Goodman. great. <laughs> exactly. Um, so this one, it looks like they've, um, you know, this is leaning on that original engine. It's kind of like the like heavy, heavily realized version of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, adding in, like they had fun with it. You can kind of tell with, you know, like even this weapon that we're looking at here, it really has like a Borderlands vibe. Yeah. It, this Borderlands is um, fun. They've leaned toward the borderlands thing a lot i think um yeah. you know they're they're leaning into the comedy um they're kind of getting out of the realism and adding in more of the monstrous stuff and things like that so and that's um, why i think i'm gonna be okay with skipping this like as much as i i don't know it really depends but um so we'll like for me personally i'll see you next week but uh like i i want i want to be hungry for borderlands 3 when it comes out yeah i don't want there to be any this is I want all like it's weird because like Rage Two was announced first back when you know Gearbox was like, "Hey, we're not working on Borderlands Three. We have no Borderlands Three to talk about. There's nothing with Borderlands Three. Goodbye." And then pretty quickly, Ubisoft was like, "Oh, hey, we're gonna make Far Cry New Dawn, and it's basically the same idea." And now there's three Borderlands Three style games coming out in a year. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was really weird. Um, yeah. So we'll just have to kind of see how they play out, I guess, like you said. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to play. I mean, I liked Rage 1 a lot because I got it for 20 bucks. Yeah. Um, and I was expecting it to be a tech demo, and that's what it was, you know. I really liked some of the... I mean, at the time, what was really impressive about it was the, like, the enemies adaptively changing how they're maneuvering to, like, dodge attacks and things. Um, yeah, they did have some good um, yeah, The physics, mechanics. basically, were really good. And the, the enemy things. intellect... There was fewer things in that game, so it gave them more room to make a smarter AI, make right. Protection. Yeah, their scope of their game was you know five hours or whatever. Yeah, of campaign mode. So, was, what was, was that main weapon that they had? It was like a three. The boomerang thing. Boomerang. Yeah. 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 I hope that's gone. That thing wasn't that cool. I believe that still exists, but I don't think it's a main. 
weapon. So during this during this gameplay that we were watching, we I saw um, the character like kind of clench his fist really hard, mm-hmm. and he was probably clenching something else too. He was taking a shit. And, yeah. Uh, he um like could see through like a wall, and he could see where all the enemies were. That's pretty dope. I was like, that's cool. I haven't seen that before. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like he can like fast, like pour really quick back and yeah. forth. Yeah, it looks like they're just like here's a bunch of cool stuff. Oh, and then overdrive mode. I have yet to see that. Mm-hmm. You seem to move much faster. There's a lot of really cool shit going on. Yeah, they're yeah. doing cool stuff with tech. They're doing like a very VCR, like Far Cry. Uh, uh, what, what was it? Um, Blood Dragon. Blood Dragon type shit. I mean, yeah, it's interesting that like it, they sort of directly kind of copied the Blood Dragon stuff, and then Far Cry then copied them, and then they were both accidentally copying Borderlands Three. It's very odd. Yeah, it's it, it is a weird back and forth. <laughs> um, but it looks like a lot of fun, so um, yeah. if you guys are having a really good time with this next week, feel free to drop us a line and let us know what you think. Uh, you know what, what you think the best feature is over on uh, Twitter at Mammoth Games. Yeah, for sure. I would be stoked to hear about some of that. All right, so we do have. Uh, uh, we don't have anything that we missed. At least we probably don't. We well, haven't heard of anything we missed. There's definitely missed, <laughs> yeah. but nothing that we've heard about to warrant us to. You know, right. comment um but if you follow us over on facebook you already found out about this one uh those good old boys at namdai bamco mm-hmm. dropping us uh their spicy vein of code vein network test you can sign up for a chance right now to participate in their network test on xbox one and ps4 yeah uh, it's really simple you just select your platform drop your first name last name and email address uh, and then you will get an email um, down the line, if you can't remember what Code Vein is, it's Dark Souls but anime with vampires. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if, if you are interested, you could head over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. and, uh, you know, quickly find that article. Uh, I think it's, you know, maybe a couple scrolls down here. Right. Elder Scrolls down. Um, we just Elder Scroll down to the bottom of this real quick. Yeah. Uh, it was published uh, back on the 9th, so it's been a few days now, but they haven't announced um, any uh, any dates, I don't believe yet. Um, uh, but it does say okay. the network test is Chapter 1 multiplayer is available on the consoles as well. Um, so, I don't know. I'm excited to see what is going on with this. It, right. You know, it's not for everyone. Of course. You know, it is kind of a tough yeah. game. So. It's very... Uh, Be aware. Very interesting. Like, the whole concept behind it's crazy. And we've been hearing them talk about it for, like, two years. So, it'll be cool to see it finally popping off. Yeah, yeah. I really hope this is good. Because it has that um, has that Dark Souls... Like, when you think of those difficult games, you think of something like The Surge or Dark Souls. You don't think of something like anime. that's more of an anime look to it. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I think that's cool. Uh, I would like to associate that with um, something that's not not as dark and um, you know that something that doesn't look like Dark Souls. Some, right. You know, like it's kind of nice to have that like breath yeah. of fresh air every once in a while and get away from the norm. For sure. Um, 
so yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, For sure. Kind of how that's turned out after 10 years of production or whatever. <laughs> and hearing about it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, also uh, something that was kind of a, I don't know, we knew there was another uh, Ghost Recon announcement coming, but sort of a surprise, I guess, of where they went with it. Um, there's a Ghost Recon Breakpoint, which is going to simultaneously be, um, there is a beta sign up for that. And then there's also, like, a, it's also our first news story, so. Um, yeah, yeah. Just kind of get kind into of, it, I guess. Kind of cutting into both of those. Right. Um, so, yeah, it looks like, like, I guess I guess I'll grab this and, oh, here, yeah, here it is, here it is. Um, I'll pop this up so we can watch the video uh, okay. while we kind of BS about it. Um, but, uh, let me scroll back to the top, too. Um, so it's a you play um, a spec op soldier uh, exploring a, a world called Aurora. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a um, so they they kind of got um, they sort of got in trouble with Wildlands of setting it in a real country. In, yeah, in Bolivia, because <laughs> it's like they were pissed. They pretty directly said like this whole in our game this whole country is a narco state and it's completely controlled by drug dealers and shit and in real life bolivia is like doing really well they've seen like unprecedented like economic growth for a latin american country um they're doing like extremely good right now uh so it's kind of funny that that is when i mean this place just got out of a military dictatorship like 30 years ago mm-hmm. when it really was a narco state you know what i mean like during the whole like contra events and everything going on like it's so weird that now you would come and talk shit about this country that's recovered pretty well yeah um so you know they they were like, all right, we're we're we've learned our lesson on this one. We're gonna go ahead and set this on a fictional island. <laughs> yeah. So um, it will set up a lot like um, Wildlands, mm-hmm. and you'll notice a lot of features. Like even this main character that we keep seeing, this guy with this big ass fucking beard, mm-hmm. is very reminiscent of what we would see in you know in you know playing in Bolivia. Right. Um, but uh. Yeah, I mean this this place has pretty much everything like that Wildlands would have had. It has the crazy rainforests, the snowy peaks, um, and continuing their in their traditional fashion, of course, um, open world co op. You can mm-hmm. just kind of drop in, drop out. Um, so some of the things that they've that they've put into the game, we saw a little bit ago on the trailer. If you were watching. Um, they have these temporary camps and your characters actually liberate a temporary camp and then mm-hmm. that how, that works as your home. You yeah. can actually go back to this camp to um, uh, like clean your weapons, you know, change classes, craft items, upgrade gear, um, and decide what you're doing and check out the weather for the day because it has a real dramatic uh, terrain and weather system. Mm-hmm. And that's, I, I think that's pretty cool. Um, you know, getting into that snow, usually you play a game and it's like, oh, there's snow. And it doesn't... Is that John Berthnall? Holy yes. shit, it was. It is. Uh, I, I didn't watch the end of that trailer. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, when you get into, like, snow in typical video games, you're playing, you know, basically the exact same game as if you were on, like, dry land or it was like you are in a hot place. Just your character just kind of trudges along and doesn't have any movement difference. But this one, you'll you know slow down, you'll slip down slopes, 
Um, mm-hmm. You know, you could trip over a small peak. It's. It, I think that's interesting. It's the little things like that that really make the game um, make games uh, a little more solid. And one one of the other things that really does that as well is an injury system that will mm-hmm. slow you down. Yeah. Um, not only if your buddy gets incapacitated, can you pick him up and carry him to safety? Um, which I'm not exactly sure on how far that goes. Um, but you can also be uh, injured as well. So I'm excited to see like what happens if you get shot in the leg. Mm-hmm. Or you know, you, you maybe you trip over something and break something. I, I'm, I'm interested to test that to see how far it goes. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it looks like you guys are fighting a pretty technologically um, advanced group. Mm-hmm. Of, of individuals and uh, so I mean there's going to be uh, like there's going to be like tons of different drones they have better tech, not, tech than you but you might be a better hunter than them um, right and it's also like um, you know they've changed it so that like you know in uh, Wildlands your main enemy was these like drug dealers they were you know they had access to large amounts of money and you know liquid assets they could buy whatever they needed and they had high level like weaponry and shit but in this one your your enemies are largely um either robotic like drones or other ghosts so like it's like spec ops versus you know spy versus spy shit going on so um that's pretty cool and that should really change the dynamic i know they've said that this game is going to be um a a little bit more playable solo so it's going to be more like instead of hey, me and my five buddies are all going to jump on and go play. It's going to be more like I'm playing alone, and then when I notice my friends online, we'll do a drop-in mission. Because, uh, yeah. you know, there's the the uh, base camps, like you said. Um, there's, like, kind of areas of control that you're going to be dealing with. And um, it's, it's going to lean a little bit more on survivability. Um, so it's going to be a little bit of, like, a survival game as well, uh, which is cool. So, as well one of the problems with some of these games um, was their end game. You notice that with like division one, we talked about it a lot. Division two kind of leaned into that pretty good and fixed their um, end game stuff. Um, And these guys are no different Um, raids in game and every four months seasonal post launch content will be added to the game, Mm -hmm. including new stories, special events, weapons, gear, equipment, um, so that's uh, that's pretty good, and I think that will be like a season pass will be required for that. Right. Um, but it looks like it's shaping up to be something pretty cool. I really like the idea of having that um, that that home, you know, that home for your character to go mm-hmm. to. Um, I, I do. I don't know why I think that's so important, but it, yeah, like even if there is no like real customization to that area, it's I've just always, I always like that kind of cool. Yeah, I always like the customization, but even if there's not, it's yeah. Like some of these games can feel like you don't really have like a home point. It's like I'm always on the run, and Division does a good job with um, with that mm-hmm. until late game where it kind of falls off. But you still have like at least one really, really, really good like held down point. And yeah, I think they're taking cues from that with this. Um, for me, it'll depend on how I'm feeling with this game, depending on how. Like, I played Division One, Wildlands came out, and I was like, 
I just played Division. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm currently playing Division 2. Uh, you know, I slowed down a little bit, but I'm currently still playing it. And it's, you know, then, like, you know, I see this just a couple weeks later. So it's like, damn. Yeah. Like, hopefully there's enough time. Enough time to, for me to, and other players to kind of digest what had happened with the other game and all that. Yeah. Um, but October 4th is coming pretty quick. So, for sure, and obviously the beta is gonna. I don't. I would imagine this is probably gonna start doing beta maybe at like the end of July or something. I I was thinking that they were gonna possibly E three announce something at E three. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. You know, we'll keep our eyes out and ears out on this one. So. For sure. All right. So, um, in I don't, this is like a kind of like a told you so news story. Uh huh. <laughs> Um, so there is a Senate bill that will be, um, you know, it, it will be um, debated, I guess. We don't know for sure if it's going to be um, voted on. But uh, Senator Josh Hawley from uh, Missouri has announced plans to introduce a bill that would regulate or possibly outright ban loot boxes in games that are sold to minors. God damn! Um this is a guy that has been known to be like, uh, he he's like, sort of anti video game, um, specifically leaning on like video game violence, because um, like the idea that, you know, Ghost Recon's making kids like drug dealer murderers, which I, I mean I guess is fair when you said it in a real place. <laughs> sure, but then he you know he goes uh, and watches John Wick. Yeah, it's it's exactly. Um, it's it's sort of like a unwinnable argument or whatever. But like, this is an inevitable, like, you know, this is sort of where an argument crops up where it's like, you know, the movie industry regulated itself. It there was like looming, um, you know, federal problems that were going to come up and attack the movie industry in, you know, the forties, fifties, sixties that the movie industry had to protect itself from by creating uh, the MPAA, rating systems, um, you know, regulating what is shown on TV. So there's rating systems that are separate for movies and television, right? Um, I mean, anybody's seen the little... If you're watching TV, a little thing will pop up. um, TV, MA, TV, whatever their different ratings are. Um, And like the video game industry has failed to regulate itself in any meaningful way just because like you know like everything that's happened has been completely individual so like um you know ubisoft learned hey we can really keep employees around and keep morale pretty good by never doing layoffs and just shuffling people around a lot right so like they really rarely have layoffs i know people that work for ubisoft and like it a lot um you know, it's for some people that's not the type of job that they want, so they just don't go there to, to begin with. You know what I mean? So, um, the only thing that the video game industry has done is the ESRB, which is a pretty direct copy of the MPAA. Um, the ESRB is not government mandated. Um, you know, it's completely controlled uh, by the video game industry, basically. Um, but this 
kind of legislation sort of already exists in some other countries. Um, Ireland, Germany, Sweden, Denmark, Australia, New Zealand, United Kingdom determined that loot boxes do not constitute gambling. However, um, what was it, Switzerland just outright said, like, you cannot have loot boxes in our games. You have to sell individual items. Right. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, I see where the Senator's going with it. And it's like, it's one of those things where like, uh, like this is probably a good thing. Like we should regulate, like unlike video game violence, it has been proven that gambling causes negative effects. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like there's, there's not a debate to be had there. Like you can say, Hey, those negative effects are worth it. And that's fine. Like, you know, that's, that is a answer to a real question, but you can't say, Hey, there are no negative effects from gambling. Cause that's just simply not true. Um, so, you know, buying a loot box is gambling, especially if you look at, uh, you know, something like Fortnite or something, uh, uh, you know, there's, there's plenty of different things to look at. I mean, if you look at Pokemon go, uh, every item that you can buy with real money directly shows you exactly what you're going to get. There's never a question, right? Right. So it is impossible to spend money on Pokemon Go, uh, you know, unintelligently. Like, you know what you're getting. If you do, if you spend money and you regret it, it's your fault. So, you know, you can debate about whether the prices are too high or if it's worth it or if you even should spend money on it because, you know, technically you can get everything for free by just sitting in gyms or whatever. Like... Uh, you know, there's debate to be had there, but like the items are totally fair. Like, you know exactly what you're getting. It has an exact, shows you an exact dollar amount for the most part. Uh, it's converted to the game currency, but yes, yeah, for tax purposes. So like, so you know, where, how where hard is, is it that, to do that? I wonder where that falls in like Pokemon Go. When someone spends money on coins, spends the coins to get an incubator, and then it's random on what Pokemon you get out of the egg. That's an interesting question, but I think the incubator, it's since you know exactly what the incubator is. Well, you know what it is and what it does, but you don't know right. what you're going to get in lieu of the incubator. That's By an interesting using, point. You only get, you only get like, some of them only give you one, some of them give you like three. Mm-hmm. Um, that's an interesting like point. That you can do. So, <clears throat> I don't know. I think that's the workaround. Just make it more long-winded. Yeah. <laughs> or or abusicate the randomness further down the line, right? That's Instead what of we're saying is make it more long winded. Yeah, just make it way more complicated so I have to convert currency like six times. Yeah. That's all I want. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be interesting. I don't think like in general these types of bills are like almost unwinnable, but it's setting a precedent that like you know, uh, video game companies may not have realized that eventually it's going to be like, oh, you're not going to do this on your own? Well, we're going to fucking make you do it, and it's going to be a bad deal when we tell you how to do it, you know? Yeah. Um, so, you know, we'll have to see. Um, you know, the, the, the bill is intentionally extremely vague, probably won't get voted on, but this is a starting point that the video game industry probably does not want to see. Um, so, you know. All I know is I keep hearing about all these negative effects of gambling. And last time I gambled, I won 25 bucks. Wow. That's pretty good. But it's not great, but, you know, I got out of there without losing money. I was going to say, if you win 25 bucks and then stop, you're probably one of the furthest ahead gamblers in history. <laughs> yeah, I probably should be on signs. <laughs> I don't lie to you. All that's right. Funny. 
So, uh, you know, <clears throat> I mentioned John Wick a second ago. Yeah, speaking of. For no reason. Um, we do have John John Wick uh, 3. What is that called? Parabellum? Yeah. Getting ready to whip its happy-ass hog. Wick all its happy-ass hog all around. Thank you. All around. Um, and the movie's looking great. It's getting um, higher scores on places like Rotten Tomatoes than mm-hmm. the past two movies have. Which yeah. is really exciting. It's kind of um, surprising. So they're like, why don't we go ahead and make a game? Um, so it looks like we got John Wick Hex. Yeah, this looks pretty cool. It's like a tactical... Um, I guess it's a more tactical version of... Um, what am I thinking of? Uh, damn. The game where you wear masks and kill everybody. Oh, yeah. Like uh, Hotline Miami? Exactly. Yeah. Um, um, it, it has it has a style of that almost like turn based. You kind of set yourself up mm-hmm. to fuck people up incredibly fast. Right. Um, so what is this actually coming out for? Uh, this, I would venture to guess it's probably going to be uh, PC and like high end mobile like tablets first. Uh, it says tactical action game coming to PC and console. PC and consoles. All right. I expected mobile. The untold truth of Fat Thor. <laughs> I know, I saw that crap up. We're watching that next. I'm We're going to go ahead and interrupt this whole show. We're going to see the I'm game very show. interested. Untold. Well, I still haven't um, seen the movie, so. Oh, well, maybe we shouldn't watch it then. If you're, uh, I would definitely watch a Fat Thor movie, though. All Fat Thor movie? Yeah. Yeah. Finally, and gamer spoiler representation. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Thor has the body of the dude from Big Lebowski. <laughs> Damn. Nothing wrong with that. I know. Um, yeah, so I, I've talked about uh, Mike Biffle in the past on a lot of stuff. He's he's done a lot smaller, like typically like story based games. So it'll be interesting to kind of see where this goes. Um, really interesting choice. I mean, imagine if it was like, uh, you know, this is almost like, uh, hey, we've we've got Telltale Games to help us work on the new Call of Duty. It's just like holy shit. Like I would not put these developers together, but sounds cool. You know, I. I won't lie to you. <laughs> oh my god, it's a fucking 11 minute video. I, I don't think this is going to have what we want in it. I won't lie to you. It just looks like some dumb horseshit. It does. It's like, they're, at the end, they're god like, God damn it. We're going to really dive in and we're going to look at like Thor and Beta Ray Bill and Valkyrie and... You see, in the Thor comics, Thor. they actually reference Thor gaining uh, 15 pounds. So it was kind of a callback to Thor uh, issue number 117, panel 92. <laughs> not bad yeah that is so exactly uh, let's call it back to <laughs> someone go in and fact check all of that for me yeah please catch up on that for me so um <laughs> yeah that's weird uh so yeah moving on uh yeah, god i hate fun. when somebody makes like a fucking 15 minute video and the content that they're talking about only appears in like a minute like at the very end what up gamers go ahead and hit that like and subscribe button to always hear more of my <laughs> dumbass fucking stupid ass content <laughs> uh so uh two point studios two point. who made uh two point hospital uh i guess this year what did that come out in like january um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. very good they're working on very more good. um like uh, theoretically they're gonna create like several different kind of manager games in the two point county um so you know they've developed this map um they're gonna call it 2.0 hospital 
2.0 hospital. That's funny. Uh, so they they were published by Sega. Um, Sega apparently is going to go ahead and just fully acquire them. Um, yeah, Sega's like that was good enough for us. We were just kind of testing the waters here. It looks like you guys yeah. are doing what we like. Okay, so Two Point Hospital came out in August, so I don't know what the fuck I was thinking of. But um, was it August? Damn. Apparently, but uh, yeah, it was really good. I mean, it was the kind of follow up to um, Theme Hospital, uh, similar studio, similar. I mean, some of the guys had worked on uh, Theme Hospital back in the day, so um, mm-hmm. it's really cool that uh, they're gonna like Sega's gonna go ahead and just lock them down. This should really help with their, um, you know, the future is gonna be a lot more certain now. But then at the same time, like we always see. Um, you know, it's uh, Sega could just decide one day, hey, these guys aren't making enough money and turn them off. So yeah, yep. kind of mixed, but I think it'll be good. Sega's been really good lately. Well, um, we have seen we have seen some of those instances where those people have gone out. So it's like, yeah, these guys aren't working for us, and then they kind of give them the can, but they get to like leave and go elsewhere. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I mean worst case scenario if these guys are eager enough um, you know if it doesn't work out with Sega they could leave and like set up a new shop mm-hmm. so always an option but I, I'm just gonna hope on the fact that Sega sees the uh, promise mm-hmm. and even if they do have kind of a lower point um, you know work past it because these guys do make they make a good game it's yeah. Two Point Hospital is incredibly fun. Um, they've ran a few um, free weekends for people to try too. Mm-hmm. So um, if you notice one of those is going on, I highly recommend grabbing it up, checking it out, and then just straight up buy it after because it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. I liked it a lot. And there's they're, they've been working on some DLC and stuff too. So it's it's sure. very well supported. Yeah. So let's get into some shitty news. Uh, Starbreeze Studio. Starbreeze Studio has done good and bad. Payday. In, in, uh, the good <laughs> would definitely be payday. Yeah. Um, the bad would be, uh, what they do, that Overkill's Walking Dead game? Yeah, apparently that was so bad that it's never coming to console. Yeah. Um, and uh, Walking Dead pulled the license. <laughs> so... Uh, so they, they said um, during a quarterly shareholders report, um, Starbreeze informed investors that uh, they do not expect to last out more than 12 months at their current pace. Um, yeah. So they say it does get a little weird with some uh, Shock 3 sales uh, as other side entertainment is expected to return 7 mil. Um but yeah, that's not incredibly clear. Mm-hmm. Who are they talking with here? Let's see. I was trying to see who they were talking with here in this quote. Oh. Yeah, I'm not seeing the name. I'm not sure. I think it was just a memo <clears throat> that was sent out. Yeah. My main task is to secure financing for the company's future operations. Reads a statement from, oh, acting CEO, uh, Mikhail, I was looking above, uh, Nearmark, who stepped in after former CEO resigned. Uh, This involves both long-term financing we can use to build the the Starbreeze of uh, the future, but also Mm -hmm. make sure that the assets we have 
um, uh, that we have uh, determined are unrelated to the core business are managed in um, commercially uh, viable ways. So they're basically looking at, you know, the standard things that other people, you know, are looking at, but their problem is they don't have that income Mm -hmm. to sustain sustain themselves, which is weird to me because payday is fucking huge. Yeah, I mean, payday Payday still makes a lot of money for them. Yeah, but they just they squandered a lot of that. You know, obviously, a game makes more money when it first comes out and probably the first big sale than any other time, Mm -hmm. and um. You know, they they make a steady stream of money, I'm sure, from Payday 2, but probably not enough to fund a whole new game's development for three years, right? So they really yeah. squandered all that money on, you know, a couple... Like, they had, um, what was it, The Raid Heist or whatever? Uh, the World War II um, Payday-style game? Yeah, yeah. That totally, yeah. like, got fucked? Um, yeah, yeah. They actually had to, yeah, they had the Walking Dead game that was so bad that Skybound is not allowing them to sell it anymore. Yeah, they pulled um, their licensing deal. Damn, that's crazy. Them, which I've never heard big. of that. Um, um, and the and obviously they had to they had to quit uh, as a publisher on System Shock Three and return it back to the developer. Yep, and um, their CEO stepped down in the middle of that. Right. So it, it's totally like I mean, basically. They didn't have a bad business decision. They had a pile-up of bad business decisions. When and they had one smaller thing that was trying to... They had one success. It, was, it was a huge success, but yeah. it was just not enough to keep them running for 10 years. You know what I mean? On the back of that one game. Um, so I'm, I'm confused because, I mean, everyone knows, like, Overkill's The Walking Dead did not do well. Right. So I definitely didn't buy it. But right. <clears throat> But what was so bad about it? I mean, because from what I heard, up, it was it was so good looking. It was looking cool. They had some great trailers. I mean, that could that in itself could be a problem. So you remember uh, Dead Island kind of got fucked in reviews because they were like, you know, the trailer was amazing and this game is just kind of like a weird like like it's a bad Skyrim with zombies. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, um, that game was plagued in the beginning with a lot of technical issues. That's definitely true. Especially saving. That was real bad. People were losing like double digits hours. Yeah. yeah of yeah. of like game time because of that. I mean, they were recommending that you make a new save slot every single time you saved in the beginning. Because there's yeah. a chance well, that one of them would be uncorrupted. Well, in the original, you couldn't even make save slots. It was an oh, auto damn. save. That's not good. Fully. So. Okay. Um, and there was a little biohazard symbol that would pop up in the corner. Mm-hmm. And it was really faint, so you'd have to super pay attention and hope that you saw that. And then if you didn't see it for like 20 minutes, just mm-hmm. shut it down. Just kill the game and start it back up and take the little loss that you had. I know personally across um, the first two weeks of that game being out, I lost probably about 15 hours. Mm-hmm. If not closer to the side of 20. That was yeah. Really I, I don't know, like looking specifically at like why would... Um, why would Skybound Games tell them to fuck off with Walking Dead? I'm really not sure. Um, I know the PC version, it like super underperformed. It, it didn't do anywhere near what they were hoping for. Um, the only places I, where it did well were not like good selling regions. Um, I mean, if it was good, you know, if the game was good, but it just didn't hit with that PC market, mm. 
like you can almost guarantee the console market would have ate that game up. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I obviously also didn't play it, but I, from everything I heard, it was just a nightmare. It was super buggy. That it was not like a good design to begin with. Like, it wasn't like a good idea that just didn't make it. You know what I mean? It was like right. a bad idea, and also it sucked. <laughs> so yeah, that's rough. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I honestly, uh, I can't go into a bunch of detail other than like hearsay of what I've heard. But uh, I mean, for somebody to the game is already out. It's already made. All it's all that's happening to it is it's getting patched and fixed, right? You can't conceivably make it worse. I would imagine. Right. Like you can just listen to what your players are saying and do that or just yeah, do what you're planning on anyways. And for at that point, for the company that has the rights to say you can't sell this anymore, it's hurting our brand. Like that I've never heard of that. Yeah. You know. Uh that's like I've heard right. of a company just like leaving something to die. Like Okay, this game came out. We Every were expecting, <laughs> yeah, we were expecting, you know, two million dollars on this game launch in the first month, and we got two thousand dollars, and we're fucked. Like, you just leave it there and walk away, right? Right. Um, if it so, makes a few extra dollars, good. Yeah, you know I mean, if I mean? you if you if you make an extra, you know, if it makes if if you spent, let's say, you know, half a million dollars making it, and over the entire course of its life. And you just leave it going. It makes half a million dollars. You just broke even, baby. So, like, it's so weird that somebody would, after after a game's only been out for a few months, for the licensor to say, you cannot call this The Walking Dead anymore. Get my fucking name off it. It must have been doing really, really, really bad. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> that, that's pretty crazy. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what happened. It, ostensibly, they got pretty talented people. And even if they don't, dipshits make a hit every once in a while on accident. You know what I mean? So yeah, they do. Um, so, yeah, they are. They're they're still technically listed as the publisher for Psychonauts two, which is kind of weird. Tim Schafer does whatever the fuck Tim Schafer wants to do, though. I mean, honestly, he Maybe. might know somebody at this company, and he's like, "I really got to help them fucking help these guys out, or they're fucked." <clears throat> yeah, and that's um, that is a Tim Schafer move for real. Yeah, yeah. So, I've heard that he's a really great dude to work yeah, with. He's, like he's their studios, loyal. their studios got like a weird atmosphere, and they've they've done some kind of weird labor stuff in the past but um you know i've heard that he's a really good guy so yeah so i don't know maybe uh second that's two will be the thing that rescues starbreeze from uh having a a string of bad luck Mm -hmm. one bad game and then a string of bad luck well also i wouldn't want to be like you know, counting on Double Fine to put a game out on time is probably not great either. <laughs> no, definitely not. But <laughs> but they're like Tim Schafer has always been yeah. the kind of person who doesn't create his game and just put it out there. It's mm-hmm. done when it's done. Right. And and it, not only it, that, it, but it they really will like feature he, creep. Like yeah, he really it is what he wants it to be. It's right. not gonna be dictated by anybody else. Right. Except this studio. Yep. And that's good. So, I mean, I think that's how he usually ends up with quality games. And they're always, like, under, like underappreciated cult hit games, too. So it's Yeah, like, I mean, he's got, like, a... There's a huge fan base that will buy anything Double Fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, they tend I'm, to do weird stuff, um, which is very cool. So... Yeah, I mean, I I, I love pretty much every, like Costume Quest, Psychonauts, mm-hmm. um, Stacking was really fun. Brutal Legend, of course, 
is right up my fucking alley. Yeah, Brutal Legend was amazing. Exactly. It. But yeah, they know. do tend to underperform a little bit, considering the amount of time and money that goes into them. But um, I do think they, on the back end, do incredibly well at the end. Yeah, that's probably true. So, you know, it might not be day one record-breaking sales, but right. it you know across a year, those sales add up. It's income. For sure. So, it's, you know, the best... Honestly, as a game studio, as someone who... You know, kind of looks from the outside as of right now. Yeah. Like, it's the best you can hope for. Pretty much. You know, to be able to break even in the end. Or just so. make a little bit of cash on the side. Enough to sure. enough to keep it realistic. To yeah, so you, yeah, so you can make your next thing. And right. that's really, I think, what they look, look into. That's the dream, baby. So, speaking of just stacking money on top of money forever. Um, there is, it looks like there's going to be a uh, Pokemon mobile game coming out next spring. Um, through Nintendo, you know, Nintendo made that partnership with DNA, DE, capital N A, yeah, stu- uh, mobile studio. Um, so it looks like uh, the Pokemon company is working with them, um, which is cool because, like, Pokemon company is like, hey, we're like super busy making Sword and Shield, so you guys go ahead and follow up, and and then once those are out, we're gonna make Pokemon Gun. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bitch. Hell yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, honestly, you know, we have no idea what this is and what we're going to be doing with this. Yeah. Um, but, All we know uh, is that they're also working on that Mario Kart game. <laughs> right. But they're, yeah, they've teamed up with Pokemon Code to release the uh, smartphone game by March next year. So, March 2020. Yeah. Um, you know, something to look forward to. Uh, who knows what, uh, what we'll get. But... Um, that company is also behind a number of Nintendo collaborated mobile games like Super Mario Run, Fire Emblem Heroes, Animal Crossing Pocket, and Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Um, yeah. And they're co developing the Mario Kart mobile game. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, those games were good. Fire Emblem, they were all good for a, like a small spurt. Super Mario Run, mm-hmm. I feel like, did incredibly well when it came out. Yeah. Um, for a moment, it, it's game. definitely like it died out of the conversation pretty quickly, but it was a oh, huge yeah, hit yeah. when it first hit. So that's, again, that's pretty much all you can ask for. That's the point. Yeah. Um, Pokemon Go has been the like the longevity game though. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what they want to try to. I wonder what this is going to mean for Pokemon Go. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Pokemon Go, I I definitely don't see it going anywhere. Yeah, like, you mean, like, ending or whatever? Uh, even, like, trailing off. Like, it seems like it's only getting bigger. I mean, I know three people that just started playing within the last two months. Oh, wow. Like, it's it's kind of strange how it just keeps going, baby. I actually watched, um, uh, like, my father-in-law basically grab his phone because he saw people playing Pokemon Go at mm-hmm. SeaWorld. Fucking 22%. I need to download this and get the plan. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. So that's, that was fun. Um, so yeah, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, I'm pretty sure coming up, we'll start to hear more of this, especially at a treehouse event for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. all right. So that'll be interesting. Get into, uh, the, the girthy meat. Hell of yeah. This podcast. Give me um, girths. When was this shit announced? When did they announce the Sony state of play? 
Because I would uh, not see any. I don't know when it was announced, but they did it on the ninth, right? Yeah, they did it on the ninth. Um, Great question. And uh, <clears throat> you know, I think going forward for me, I'm going to do a um, uh, like a watch party mm-hmm. over on um, the fa- uh, MGI's Facebook. Yeah. So if people want to jump into that and watch along, like with me or with us, I don't know. It depends on you know the time, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to try to make that happen next time. I thought about doing it this time, but I was kind of coming in in the middle because I was coming out of work when it was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's something that I want to do next. But I do not remember them saying, "Hey, we're going to have a state of play on the ninth." Yeah, yeah. I would. That's something I would. I would have known about. I, yeah, something I would have waited for, <laughs> to be honest. Exactly. Like I would have, I would have lined up to get that. So it's I would have not taken a lunch and then left early so I could do that. Yeah. Um, but they, uh, you know, they came in swinging their hog, like mm-hmm. they always do. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the first things that we saw was predator uh, hunting grounds. Interesting. Um. It, it, we just kind of saw like a trailer of a um, like a small military team kind of walking through this Aztec jungle, and um, you know they're looking around and looking up, and the camera just kind of keeps like backing up a little bit, and mm-hmm. the characters keep pushing on through the jungle, and they're in a small formation. They're looking all around and looking up in that typical fashion. And then it zooms back far enough, and you see um, a predator mm-hmm. in full cloak in the trees. That's pretty dope. Um, so what I'm feeling with this, and what I know about this, just by looking at this last screen that says The Hunt Begins 2020, it's coming from 20th Century Fox, um, mm-hmm. which of course owns the property, I imagine, for Predator. Right. And it's being done by Elphonic. Elphonic is known for... Um, they worked with Gun on Friday the 13th the game. Okay. So this is going to be Friday the 13th the game, but with Predator. Damn, that's pretty cool. So that's what, that, that's what, that's what you should all be expecting. Yeah. Um, which sounds cool to me. Uh, I'm not a huge Predator fan, um, but I do like the Friday the 13th style of game. And if this is done right... Um, it could be incredibly fun. Like there were the, those people who loved like Alien, uh, like Alien Isolation, and I did love how the Alien moved in Alien Isolation, mm-hmm. but I disliked the the game like as a whole. And if they yeah. kind of do that same, you know, that same style of like the way that the character is moving, I think it could be really good. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> cool. Um, yeah. So that was the first one. Um, that I think I remember seeing. If you want to take whichever one of these that you want, feel free to go and roll with it. Uh, okay, so we, we talked about Predator. Um, yep. A cool... Um, yeah, I guess I'll just take them in order. So um, one of the things they showed off was the Medieval remake. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. So we've heard about it for a while. We knew it was coming. Um so they're finally going to drop it on October 25th. Uh, basically, what they did here was they showed a lot of um, kind of, I guess, cutscene, um, a little bit of just kind of. I think they had a what to little expect. gameplay in there. Yeah. Um, 
but there's yeah, like just, there's like scenes of gameplay sort of interspersed with cutscene. I think it yeah. looks like it's all in engine. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And Sir Daniel running like a fucking idiot. Um, Genius. It, which is oh, it, like that was the best thing about this character mm. was just the way that he ran with his like weird lanky legs and running. Yes, it's just so good. Um, and you know they they still they they have that humor and that that combat. It looks like it's really well done and. I, this is like the third title um, that is in that uh, let's completely remake, yeah, rebuild right rebuild a classic game starting with Crash Bandicoot moving on mm-hmm. to Spyro um, and I think this is a pretty worthy game of that to get this has a like a very like macabre feel to the game yeah it's, it's like Tim Burton-y I, it's, yeah it, and I, I think that's cool because it you know, it gets people thinking about that kind of game again, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, kind of get something. Yeah, it's it's very like like Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, it it um, looks like it's going to be pretty fun. It looks like they have some extras that you can um, pick up with the digital deluxe edition. Um, you know, including an art book, which is always pretty cool. In-game mm-hmm. armor. And uh, it looks like even a dynamic theme in a digital comic book. So yeah. I can't imagine that that's too much more. Like maybe like ten bucks more. I can imagine that being like sixty, like seventy bucks. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, a lot of people have been waiting to hear more about this since what was it E three two years ago mm-hmm. when um, uh, someone came out on stage wearing a medieval shirt under their like blazer. Mm-hmm. And they didn't really talk about it at all. Yeah. But yeah. Um, we'll uh, we'll be getting this in October. Yeah. I, I still like am very curious if I would even want to play it. Like a lot of these remakes have been kind of like tricking me where I think I'm going to be super into it. And then I just end up not liking it when I play it because it's still old. <laughs> Yeah, and it does seem to have that old mechanic, but it really depends yeah. on what kind of, um, like, what kind of game it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and this game, it, I mean, it was an action game. Yeah. So it was, it it wasn't like I'm running through, uh, you know, this level in Crash Bandicoot, which is I feel like a game that a lot of people would say, oh, I felt like that game tricked me. Um, mm-hmm. That that was a hard game. Okay. And we don't realize that until we try it again and realize it was hard because the like controls were bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, I, I could definitely see how uh, people would feel about that. But this game is a little more open. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a, a point A and a point B and how you get from point A to point B can kind of differ. You know, you can go around things in different ways. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know. I would like to say that I'm probably gonna pick it up, but it's always hard to, you know, always hard to tell. Depends yeah. on what it comes out around. Yep. It is coming out in that danger zone. It's definitely in the danger zone. But yeah, like you said, I really like the the art style and the sort of macabre humor. I guess. Um, yeah. It's very interesting. So we'll have to see where that goes. Um, something that I was like extremely shocked and like very very into when i saw it um very away the survival series um 
basically what they've shown off, and I'm not sure if this is going to carry out throughout the entire series or whatnot, but from what we've seen so far, um, you play as a sugar glider. Hell yeah. I'm extremely into that. <laughs> so, yeah, the idea is you play as this sugar glider. And Love it. you can go out and explore. You can hang out in the treetops. You can hang out on the floor. Um, as you see right now, you can hang out climbing on a log. Um, there's a lot of shit going on and a lot of enemies. Mm-hmm. A lot of things that are bigger than you. And it's pretty um, pretty realistic looking. Yeah. It, it, the, the game doesn't look like a, like a cartoon or anything. Um, right. And, yeah, you can explore this world that I think isn't exactly what we think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't think it's going to be like a... It seems like they're doing something with it. Yeah, it's not like a big like jungle that mm-hmm. your character lives in. Um, it looks like there's some like dilapidated buildings that you can go through. It looks like there's, uh, like at one point, there's a whole forest fire that's going down. Right. Um... And, yeah, I mean, some of the enemies we've seen, we've seen, um, like, blue crab, we've seen uh, poisonous snakes. Um, At the very end, there's a big spider. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I mean, you you have to fight them like a standard action fighting game. Um, Right. But the environments look so good. Yeah. And the way that the sugar glider, like, will run along a log and then jump and just, like, spread eagle and glide. I love it is really cool um yeah and you have to like it looks like you have to survive it looks like it's a survival game you want to you want like i think you're gonna have to want to eat and drink yeah um i I saw the sugar glider jump and catch a dragonfly that's dope yeah yeah so it looks like there's a a lot going on yeah i pretty much love everything they're doing here (laughs) yeah it's it's one of those things that you don't like until you see the video you don't know you want this right and it, like you couldn't possibly guess that like I, oh man i would be amped for a game where i play a sugar glider i mean i would be <laughs> well i mean but why would but, you think yeah i can that? see why like, yeah it's it's not character. something that you would immediately leave to probably right right so these guys sat down for a long time and they're like well what kind of game do you want to make well, let's do an open world like survival game. Cool. Who's the main character? And Sugar you know they shop work that for a long time. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, well, I think we're gonna see that the Sugar Glider is just one section of the game. Okay. Um, the survival series is in the title, right? Right. So I think we're eventually gonna switch to different animals. Um, I can see this kind of being like that one, uh, that one um, Japanese game that came out mm. um, that you played as like a bunch of different animals. I think I remember. It was like that. Tokyo Jungle or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. PS3 game. I think that was what it was. Um, so yeah, this this could be cool. Um, yeah. Definitely, definitely something to keep an eye on. Um, sure. Let me save the big dick one for last, and we'll go ahead and talk about Monster Hunter's expansion. Nice. Uh, Monster Hunter Iceborne. They're still trying to get you to come back and play Monster Hunter years, sure. a couple years after it came out. Um, well, no, it came out last year, right? It was uh, last last year. July? Like the end of July, I believe? Yeah. Or, uh, sorry, January. January. That's what I meant. Yep. Um, yeah. And in between now and then, we've seen uh, a number of people come on through the game, including Mega Man, 
uh, Aloy, and more recently we've had um, uh, Geralt from Witcher. Hell yeah. Which is fucking cool. Um, so Iceborne, the Iceborne expansion, looks like it is uh, obviously taking you to a cold fucking place. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see if I can find... While we watch the video, mm-hmm. um, let me see if I can find a little more information about um, what all is going to be included. What all everything. is included? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, we do know that it's a new environment to explore with new, like ice-based enemies, mm-hmm. and um, I'm not sure if we're getting new, <clears throat> like new weapons or anything. I would um, imagine there's going to be a couple, like certainly new outfits. It looks like yeah, there's definitely. Like it looks like there's outfits. Yeah, it looks like there's some newer. Yeah, um, let me see. September 9th, This is supposed to be coming. Um, winter is coming. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. That. Um, let's see. Uh, the new ecosystem. The location called um, Horror Frost. <laughs> um we have new monsters. Let me see if we can get some Miz aims on that. Winterfresh experiment. Val- yeah. <laughs> uh, Valkana um, is an elder dragon with the power to freeze all in its path. Cool. Um, Banbaro is a giant, uh, is a monster with two giant horns. Uh, it comes running at you and charges like a brick wall. Nice. Uh, there is Beotodus, uh, which is a, a Piscine Wyvern that is basically uh, it burrows into the ground. Yep, yeah, we saw that. Under the, the snow. Trailer, and, like, Dude, this, up. like, wolf bat is pretty dope. And that's the last one. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's uh, Nargon Kuga? Naruto. Got it. Naruto. Um,. So we have, you know, those are some of the enemies there. Um, let's see what else we have. I want to, I, I want to see new like weapons. Is the main thing that I want to see. Uh, a new tool yeah. called the Crushing Claw. It's a grappling mm. hook, so you can snap onto the enemy automatically. Love that. That's fucking cool. Why that hasn't been a thing this whole time is beyond me. Um, I don't know if that's a new weapon or just an item though. Hmm. Um, they have a uh, a new action in combo because now you can now fire the slinger with your weapon drawn. You don't have to switch to put away your weapon to fire your slinger, hmm. which is really good because you can just like quickly, um, you know, quickly whip start. it out. I don't see a new weapon though. Okay. That they're talking about. Um, there might be a waiting to reveal that too. Yeah, that could be. It's definitely possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I do see a lot of new outfits. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, like oh, I'll I'll drop this over. I'll drop All this right. over. Shmia. There we go. Some of the new outfits to get a look at. Where's it? At? Um, <clears throat> I just dropped it onto the stream. Oh, okay. Yeah, like live on the stream. Um, yeah, and, and it is just some like blending options. 
you know, with some white for for warmth. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, to me, um, I don't know if this is enough to bring me back to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it just... I, I feel like I did my time with this game. I played it for quite a long time. Yeah. And I played it a long time without liking the combat. That's I, interesting. <laughs> I, I, I didn't really like... It didn't resonate with me the way that the game plays. It felt clunky. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was one of those things, after you play it long enough, it's... You get the feel for how it works. So it's mm-hmm. like, I know how it works. I don't have to like it. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of it is, like... It feels like one of those games where they change the uh, combat just for the sake of changing the combat. Just mm-hmm. to make it different from every other game. And I, I've always kind of, like, dislike that. Like, yeah. oh, our shoot button is R1 and our grenade is R2 instead of R2 being the shoot. And it's like, yep. you don't have to do that. We don't need that. You're not helping anyone. Just, just like, go with the flow when it comes to controls. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, I, I don't know if I'll be bothered, but I do feel like this is a really cool thing for um, for people who haven't beat the entire game yet. It's mm-hmm. like, look at this extra, like, you know, 10 hours of game that I just had added on to an already pretty long game. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. And they're not done yet. I haven't seen, uh, like, a definitive edition or anything cool so good stuff all right and, and the uh fucking piece de resistance here speaking of hell frozen over squeaking of um we finally got some more detail uh really not a lot but a little bit more detail on the final fantasy 7 remake yeah um yeah, we did. <laughs> so yeah i mean um without I mean, other than just, like, sitting and doing a step-by-step breakdown of the trailer, which is really all we got, was a trailer that has a lot of CG and a little bit of... A little bit um, of gameplay. Gameplay in there. Um, yeah. But we really still don't have a lot to go with. Um, it looks like uh, it's they're basically um, doing an up-res. Uh, there appears to be... Maybe a little bit of directly controlled action. Like, maybe with... Like, they show Barrett, it looks like, backing up and shooting some, like, drones in the air or whatever. Some lizards, I don't know. Something yeah. flying. And uh, he's hitting, like, multiple times and moving. So I don't know if this is kind of like a Final Fantasy thirteen play style. Or... Like, I don't super know what we're looking at here. Um, it seems like they're going to be kind of sticking close to what Final Fantasy 7 was originally doing. Um, but I hope so. I we don't, we don't really know that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think the biggest thing is, like, they have three chances to fuck this game up, which is... Uh, I mean, they have, like, a hundred, really. But, well, I mean, three core chances. If the first game's good, the second game's good, the third game... Like that they put out there, they could be like, "Well, you know, it would be really innovative to change the way." No, uh, exactly. (laughs) But they have three times that they can do that. Yeah. So that's scary. Um, And like, it's it's really simple. The combat looks fun. 
the combat looks fine. You can see the characters moving around and attacking. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything else is already laid out there for you. All we need is the updated graphics and worlds built. That's really right. all we need. The story's fantastic. The combat um, combat was good. It needed that that updated version to something like Final Fantasy Thirteen. That would be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, the materia system is good on its own. We don't need anything more from that. Yep, you don't um, need to do anything crazy there. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's all there for you. It's just about coloring inside the lines mm-hmm. and making it. The people that colored outside the lines already made the drawing for you. So, right. you're good. Um, I can totally see them doing that, taking like one of the most beloved games ever and doing a remake and just changing it and ruining it. <laughs> exactly. And that's what we were talking about uh, over on Facebook. Yeah. Is like, I, I fear them going a weird direction with the story, doing something different for the story. Real dipshit hours, who's up? It's like, just don't do that. Just, yeah. We're good. It's really nothing crazy. It's like, just don't. <laughs> Yeah, we're not asking for a I'm not, lot here. Yeah, I'm really not asking much. Um, so we are we are set to hear more about this in um, in June uh, next month. This, yeah, yeah. This will be um, this will be part one. We all assume that they're mm-hmm. going to release it, that, which is fucking annoying. Um, but yeah, part one. Of yeah, they are still going to be episodic. So. Although I guess we don't know how many episodes. They haven't really said. I I, I heard. That it was going to be one episode per disc. And there were three discs for the game. Okay. So, um, you know, all that makes sense. But it does look fucking gorgeous. Just looking at it from, like, um, depending on what you call the female. Mm-hmm. Eris or Eris or whichever one. You know, it, I guess that changed from, like, east to west. Right. Um but yeah, she like her model is fantastic. Like mm-hmm. her eyes are crazy. Cloud looks great. The monster looks great. Barrett, you can almost smell Barrett when you see him. <laughs> um, like I, I do want to pause on a frame when you ha- when we have him up close mm-hmm. because uh, like it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, where was it? Where was it? Things coming up. You can see a little glimpse of uh, Sephiroth. Which is cool. Where are you, smelly bastard? <laughs> <laughs> he smells like like I can almost smell a little bit of bo and burp. <laughs> like, damn. No, that's that's not the that's not the one we're looking for. There it is. You can almost smell his chest hair. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> It looks good. And, I mean, uh, I, I really didn't like Final Fantasy VII because I came to it really late. Um, yeah. Obviously, I was not playing like high level fucking, uh, you know, RPGs. Deep RPGs when I was like six. So exactly. Um, I don't know. This is this definitely feels like one where it's like uh, it could not possibly survive the hype. So I'm interested to see kind of what happens. Yeah, uh, where it where it ends up falling. Right. I mean, um, I've heard people complaining that. I've heard complaints about it already, and we literally have no fucking clue what's going on. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it, for me, this was a game that I got as a. Um, I got because of a because somebody didn't do their research. Mm. Um, like my uncle bought this game, 
started playing it, and he's like, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> Definitely not for him. Um, and he's like, do you want it? And I was like, yeah, sure. And that's how I got Final Fantasy VII. Um, and, you know, it's... I mean, it, it's definitely not my favorite Final Fantasy, but it's good, and the story is good. So, like, why not... Like, I don't understand why you would ever go, we have this sheer fire thing, and all we have to do is play by the rules. Right. And you know that it's going to get fucked up somewhere. Oh, yeah, it's definitely going to get fucked up somehow. We just, you know... You know, we just don't know I'm, I'm very interested to see. Yeah. Um, so is this something that you're going to be picking up? Hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'll have to see. What well, we still don't have a release date. Sure. We still don't know what an episode is I mean, of this does, episodic thing. So does this draw you in enough? I'm very interested. I think I would maybe not play like week in, of release, mm-hmm. but probably pretty quickly. Okay. Yeah, I, no, and we still don't know a price point either. Exactly. If yeah. they were smart, they'd release uh, three episodes of a game at $60 each. <laughs> it, well, if they were dicks, that's what they would do. If they were smart, they would release the whole package for like 90 bucks. Something like You'd that, get yeah. all the episodes for 90 bucks. I can see that. Um, well, yeah, they'll be, they'll be 30 individually, piece. but if you buy it um, all at once, it's 70 or something. I can see that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I, I, I'm probably going to definitely pick this up like, right away uh, because I'm a fool. But, yeah. you know, good story. Can't wait to see more. Um, can't wait to see more next month. Yeah. Let's go see what's going on with Jables. Goddamn Jack Black's beautiful. <laughs> Sorry, guys. No games this week. <laughs> That's funny. He's such an idiot. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much our show, guys. Um, if you uh, you know have anything that we missed or things that you think that we should ha- we should have talked about, go ahead and drop us a line over on Twitter uh, at Mammoth Games Inc. As well, go keep up with us on the daily over at Facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Um, where we're you know, already talking about Jack Black. So hell yeah. Uh, always talking about Jack Black. Always talking about Jack Black. He's the unsung hero a little bit. We should make him the mascot. I mean, he is the unofficial mascot already. Okay, good. good. As long as everyone's on the same page. Sorry, um, there's no gaming this week. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> That's how I'm starting next week's show. Sorry, guys. No podcast this week, and then we just get right into the podcast. That's fine. Okay. We'll do that next week. Uh, well, well, we, well, let's do that until the end of well, until we get to episode one hundred. That would be good. What if we just didn't talk about video games at all? Yeah. Huh. For months. What could we do? Well, what what would we talk about? Let's all right. Talk so today about... we're going to be reviewing uh, this ham and cheese sandwich. The cheese, of course, is I like a that you aged were... Swiss. I like that you were thinking that because that's what I was thinking. <laughs> let's Food talk reviews. about the hunt for not Red October. The perfect sandwich? The perfect sandwich. Oh my god. I have decades of experience in this. Okay. I eat a lot of Sammies. I eat a lot of ham Sammies. Let's do some research. We'll pull up a few places and we'll talk about them next week. Good idea. This is... How could this go wrong? There's no way we could be... This is literally the Final Fantasy... 
the Final Fantasy VII remake is just going to be like a cooking mama, but in like high def. You play as Cloud and Aerith. All right, there's definitely. Okay, we have something there. It's all right for there. one. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's what Final so, Fantasy Fifteen was, right? It was. By right. God, I've got a new recipe. Dun, 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 Drives dun, car dun, into dun, a tree. <laughs> yeah. All right, but that is the end of the end of the show. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Um, you know, you can go back and check out our old stuff. We have damn near a hundred episodes now. Um, or you can join us next week, uh, right here, Saturday, sometime or Sunday, sometime early morning. Right. Um, but until next time, thanks, guys. I am Night Swarm. And I'm Filter Cord. Have a good one.